we should be live here in a sec. Okay, guys. Five by five in the chat. Hopefully we're back. Hopefully we're back up and running. Oh, you can't? No. Oh, did I? Uh, hang on a second. I mean, we don't mind. We can stay like that. <laughs> um, okay, I thought. That's weird. It said it's sharing. We just need the cross and the flag. Oh, there. Okay. Yep. Okay. Can everybody hear us? Five by excellent. Five by five. Thank you. All right. So, <laughs> okay, we have determined that was a spiritual attack. Okay. <laughs> You, you guys couldn't hear it in the audience, but in my ears, it was like this high frequency, like, I don't even know, it was like a screeching sound. It was so loud. It almost blew my eardrums out. But, uh, okay, get, so Sonia says five by five. Anybody else? We're good. Yep, excellent. Okay. All right, so I don't know where we left off. I, I know where we left off. Okay, good. We're talking about a curse thing. Trespass. 
regarding the accursed things. And I want you to notice one person did this, but God classified it as the whole camp did. So one person can do something in that household cause that whole household to, to be troubled. Mm-hmm. So the children of Israel committed a trespass regarding the accursed things. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zarah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed things. So the anger of the Lord burned against the children of Israel. Verse 4. So about 3,000 men went up there from the people, but they fled. They went to go fight Ai before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai struck down about 36 men, the Israelites, for they chased them before, uh, from before the gate of Shebarim and struck them down on the descent. Therefore, the hearts of the people, the Israelites, that's what it's talking about, the Israelites melted and became like water. So now I'm jumping to verse 10 because Joshua is trying to figure out what the heck. I is just a small nation. We should have took them out easily, but we got 36 men dead. They made us flee. Something's going on. So in verse 10, it says, so the Lord said to Joshua, get up, because he was praying, trying to figure out what's going on. God says, get up. Why do you lie thus on your face? Israel has sinned, and they have also transgressed my commandment, which I commanded them. For they have even taken some of the accursed things, and have both stolen and deceived, and they have also put it among their own stuff. Verse 12 says, therefore the children of Israel, listen to this, could not stand before their enemies. When you are accursed or have something accursed, you're not going to be able to stand before your enemies. Satan, demons, the people that they're using to come against you. So, therefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies because they have become, listen to this, doomed for destruction. That's what a curse causes you to do. Be doomed for destruction. Then it says, neither will I, being God, be with you anymore unless you destroy the accursed from among you. So when you take an accursed item, you're bringing trouble to you. You're not going to be able to stand before your enemy. You're going to be doing for destruction, and God is not with you until you get rid of that accursed thing. So you can say, I paid $1,000 for this, and I got this on, you know, in Mexico or wherever, and I don't want to lose my investment. Stay cursed. You know that, yeah, that is very clear. And I remember, Robert, do you remember that conference we went to probably 10 years ago for the Prophecy Club down at the airport? Mm-hmm. And she was talking about all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of boring. She was, <laughs> it was like one thing after another, but she was like hitting on all that stuff. And I kept thinking, I'm like, well, how, how are they attaching to things? Like, how do they, you know, because they can't live in them, obviously. They're looking for something like a host, right? A breathing body that they can get in. But it's a point of yeah. yeah. As a human being, we relate to stuff. Um, that's why you look with Catholics and stuff like that. They use um, the statues and stuff like that. Spirits will attach to that. When it comes to witchcraft, they will use like little, you know, trinkets and you know, omens and, om- and um, amulets. That's what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. Because um, they, they need something to attach to as a point of contact for people. So that they can get them to look to this instead of looking to God, and we get attached to that, and then do our, you know, our devious work there. It's such a weird thing if you think about it. Like, how are they? Okay, so they're attaching to it. Like, is it almost like like a magnet, or is it just like they're they're around it because they know us human beings are susceptible to going after an object or some, you know, whatever our our lust is in life, our idol. They can be on it. I mean, they prefer to be in. 
human beings, if they can't get human beings, they'll get animals. If they can't get that, they'll try to use stuff. Because once they get on the stuff and you take the stuff, then they're just waiting for that open door. Like, yeah. And then they'll go, they're going to get into you. So it's a transfer game. I transfer to this. I'm on this statue. I'm on this necklace. And then when I can get in you or someone else, I'll jump from that and get in, in something else. Mm-hmm. If you understand, like, that's where the whole thing of the genie come from. A genie is is nothing more than a, a a spirit bound to an object. You know, they they put it up as like this this you know this friendly thing, but it's it's it come when you look into it, it's a, a gin is is a fallen angel. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You know, so you go and, and it's it's like um I tell you it's like it can be like a, a doorway. So you have the spiritual realm and the physical realm. Well. They can't manifest in the physical realm. They can't do things in the physical realm unless they have a, a door to come in and be able to do that. So these objects are basically you carrying around a door, a doorway for them to come in and be able to do all their little nonsense. If we're walking in sin, we become the door. And if a spirit's attached to us, we're the door. If, you know, and that's why you, uh, you know, you said you, you shake a person's hand or you hug them, make a jump at you because you've just embraced the, the door, mm-hmm. you know, and so, and that's what the object, I'll tell you, um, I told this story before about how, you know, they told us, uh, uh, my old pastor t- warned us about, he's like taking things from carnival. He said, Satanists love to work at carnivals so they can curse the toys there because, you know, they specifically like targeting children because the sort of the spirits can uh, attach to them at a young age. So I was telling him, like, my friend bought a stuffed Tweety from her, um, bought a stuffed Tweety from her, her home. Uh, Wait, from, like uh, Tweety, the, like from the cartoons? Yes. <laughs> okay. A giant, she bought it from the fair. And her daughter started having night terrors from day one. But she, because she knew about the spiritual, it was the, the first day it happened, the second day it happened. After two days, she said, this didn't start this came in the house and she tossed it out and it stopped happening. Same thing in Alabama. Uh, my, um, my friend, uh, my, my cousin, when I went down there, they said, my son, is, he has night care. He always come and say there's something in my room. They asked me to come in there and pray. Bella, they asked me to come in there and pray. And, um, and when I did, I started praying. He had a room full of SpongeBob toys. When I started praying, it was two, out of all the SpongeBob toys, it was two that just kept drawing my attention to it. I said, these two need to go. It's something right with it. He was like, he said, forget that. I'm getting rid of all this stuff. And he threw out all the tween stuff. And after that night, because this went on months, his son refused to sleep in his room because he always said there's something in there. And after they got rid of all that stuff, they said he slept the whole night in his room, no problem. So it didn't attach to him, but it had the, the, the object was the doorway for it to come in and harass him. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Miko, real quick, can you move a little closer to the microphone? Because they're having trouble hearing you, I guess. Oh, sorry. Can yeah. you hear you guys hear To me, it sounds fine, but there's a couple people said it's a little low for them, so. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Is it hard? Is she really for God? 
she picks it up instantly. She had just went through deliverance upstairs, and she was fine. As soon as she picked that necklace up, she said, oh my God, I'm freezing cold. That's not right, is it? We was like, no, it's not right. That necklace down. And so we had to do deliverance again on her to get whatever transfer from that necklace on her off. So they just attach to things. But if they can find an avenue to jump from that into something else, they will. The second testimony I have about accursed things would be, um, I used to work inside the branches of a bank. And this woman and her sister, I always knew it was something peculiar about the two of them and what it is that they were witches. And I didn't know that, but I just knew it was something about them. But anyway, they tried to come into the, the bank one day to withdraw all the money from the account, and her husband had no idea. And the Lord was just like, don't let that happen. So I went in the back, called the husband. Do you know what's going on? He's like, absolutely not. I didn't know that was going on. Don't do it. So they got, of course, mad at me for stopping them from getting off money. So they come back another day, the two of them, just like two peas in a pot. And I'm just like, what's going on? So they come sit down at my desk and act like they want to do business. Because I'm already like, I know you're mad at me because of what happened in my head. So they offer me this ring, like just out of nowhere. She takes it off her finger and says, here, I want to give this to you. And I said, no, thanks. But instantly the Lord was like, do not take that. And I was like, oh, you best believe I'm not taking that. So I told her, no, I'm not. I said, first of all, I can't take gifts from people, you know, working at the bank. Thank you, but no thank you. And I just let it sit there. And so she slid it to me and she was like, no, I want you to have it. Like insisting. And that's when I really knew, okay, she didn't curse it. And I said, no, thank you. I can't take this. And I took a pen and slid it back to her and said, I cannot accept that. So then she said, no, I want you to have it. Slid it back. And then they both got up and left. So I'm like, uh-uh. So I took a pen, put it in an envelope, and mailed that back to her. Because she was too insistent on me having it. Why do you want me to have something? And it just doesn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. And that was the Lord, like, if you take that, your life is dramatically change. Do not touch it. Don't take it. And that's why I even took a pen and handle it. I knew better than to take my own hand and pick that up and put it in an envelope. So it's that serious. God told Joshua and the children of Israel, don't take nothing out of Jericho that I told you not to take because it's a curse. And when you take it, it troubles you. So we got to understand that people can curse objects to try to get it to you to cause trouble in, in your life if they can't get it to you another type of way. Okay, I just feel this needs to be said because it's. I, it, it feel like somebody about to start freaking out and say, "I'm not taking nothing." <laughs> I know. It's like you, like she knew. You know when something not right. If you, if you walking with the Lord upright, exactly. Everybody not walking upright. If you, if you not, you better get upright because you don't know. The warning sound will go off in your head. Yep. Hey, what, what is this? If it's not, and you get in situations, then you need to go and you need to see what you need to be repenting from. But it's like, it will go off. It don't mean, and it's like, just listen to it. You know, it's like, uh, everything is associated. If you could pray over something before you could take it on, pray over it. We're supposed to be praying over, even though I'm horrible at it, praying over everything that touch our lips, all the food and things, because it's people that curse the food. You know, it's the, these people are on their job, like 24-7. These Satanists, like, they're not us. They love to, uh, I, don't, I don't know why, 
what type of enjoyment they go they get out of just bringing misery to people but they go out and they're on when you talk to them they like man like when they when they get ready when they go to bed and let their body rest they go astral travel and speak curses over the you know you like listen john mirror he said yeah i go he said the only the only uh, corners I, I would go and, and, and curse corners of neighborhoods so the demons would be attracted he said the only ones where i couldn't were christians were out praying on those corners i could not curse those but it's like hmm. we know like it's it, it's literally like we haven't like um i listened to this one pastor yesterday and he was um he said he went to speak with this uh uh these pastors in um in in china and he said um he asked him he said what would happen if the police raided us and they found us here you know preaching the gospel they said you will be deported in 24 hours and we would go to jail for three years and he, they was like um they was like man you know that's kind of hard to do it he's like it's not so bad he's like how many of you been to jail and he's like most of them have raised their hand they've been to jail and um he said he had it was like 18 of them all together he said he passed out he had seven bibles when he passed out but one woman passed it to gave her bible to somebody else he didn't he understand why so when he said turn the scripture start reading it she started quote reciting the scripture he was like i know you guys he's like how did you you she say uh he said how did you learn it like that she said well when when you're in prison they take your bibles so people come to visit you and they slide you pieces of paper with scriptures on it he said don't the guards take those those pieces of paper she says yes that's why you have to memorize them as fast as you can because they can't take they can't take those from you with what you've hidden in your heart hmm. so she and he said when he went to leave and pray he said what do you want me to pray for you guys he said you guys get to have church whenever you want he said i'm praying oh he said pray for us that we have been able to be like America with church. And he said, no, I'm not going to pray that. And he was like, you guys are willing to go to jail and prison easily. You recite the word in your heart because you don't want to take it from them. He's like, it's people, he said, majority of Christians have two or more Bibles in their house that they never read. Most won't go to church when there's, um, when, it, when the weather is bad or won't, or if the pews are too hard, you know, he was like, we you don't need to be like us we need to be like you and so when you it's like it's such a convicting word when you start looking it's like how pampered are we here and we've taken so many things for granted especially like being against against wickedness these satanists are ever pressing it's like we go and watch movies and, and we watching it it was like I'm, I'm so glad that more people are waking up because it was like you know like the, after the, the last door movie i didn't see it but I was like, I'm just hearing people saying, they was like, I'm done with it. They was like, I saw a, a clip of one, the director saying, here's an Easter egg, and he was pointing at an up, down, upside down cross. He said it was an Easter egg in there. They're talking about this in public. And we're just like, well, God is coming. God is coming. God is coming. Yeah. You know, and we just like, you know, we just got tired of it. But like, we're meant to be fighting. The Bible says to endure hardness as a good soldier. A soldier doesn't just sleep and just wait for the, the enemy to come and kill him. He's fighting, you know? And that's the, I believe that's what the, uh, a big problem with us is. 
we have lost the soldier in us. We want to be civilians, and we're not called to be that. And, I, and I, that's why so many of us are getting our butt kicked, you know? I know that 20, I know that the, the Christian Robert would, if uh, from 15 years ago would have seen the Christian Robert today, he's like, what is wrong with you, man? You really let your guard down. It's like you get passive over time. It's like we can't do that because it's like, why is it? Because all kind of heck will break loose in your life. Or you knew what to do. It was like you knew I need to pray always. The Bible says, tells us to pray without ceasing. But it's like, man, some of us are proud if we give God 15 minutes out of our day. And it's like these are things that need to change. And it's like, like why are these things going on? Because it's like I tell people um, we're supposed to be covered and protected. Psalms 91, it says, you know, he that dwell in the secret place. I'm like, if we're dwelling in that secret place of God, which is love, it's like we're supposed to be covered. And if we're not, then we need to really be looking at ourselves and examining us. And that's what a lot of us don't do. We don't examine ourselves. And we need to go through ourselves, not with our natural fine tooth comb, and, um, but with, the, with, the, with God's comb and say what he, what he sees is, is right and wrong and just and unjust. You know, how, how are we speaking? How are we acting? Are we forgiving? Are we loving? Are we take, helping those in need? You know, these are all things that he cares about. You know, if we just go in and we shrink into this place, we just get concerned about ourselves. And that's Satan. When you just get to a place where your problems are just so big, and you're just like, whoa, is me, just my problem. And it's like, and you can't, like God says he will take care of you. It said, he, he said it, that, you know, Bert, he said, um, what is it? He said, take no thought what you shall eat, what you shall drink, or what you shall wear or put on. He said, because all these things the Gentiles seek. He said, but seek you first the kingdom of righteousness, uh, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. We're supposed to be taken care of. So if we're not, we haven't sought the kingdom and his righteousness. And then we need to be thinking about our mind. If, if, if we're really walking upright, then it should be the souls that we're winning for God should be our, our, should be our struggle and our fight. And not so much us. When, if, if Satan has gotten to this point, I realize now that he's backed you into a corner. And it's like, that is not a place. It is a sucky place. It is, you know, and you just got to get back out there swinging. Um, guys in the chat, if, if the sound, I know uh, Kiwi said something about you guys sounded like you were in a tin cam. That's because I had to change my speakers. So it's, you might get some echo through my microphone. I've got my monitor as low as I can go so I can still hear them talking. So, and I've got my microphone far away from the screen. Um, and I just adjusted some other sound uh, things and hopefully that helps a little bit. But yeah, I'm, it's gonna be, that's probably the best it's gonna get tonight because otherwise, I don't know what's going on with the headphones. Maybe they, they you know, Did they're you done for- Did you try them again? I, if I do it now, it's going to mess everything up, and I don't want. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to take a chance. I mean, it, no one else is really saying it was just Kiwi kind of saying that you sounded kind of weird and that it was like a, a kind of like an echo. You got to have some plugins as a backup, man. Yeah, I I know I should. I actually I you know what I got some in the other room, but it's fine. Yeah, hopefully Robert's voice just changed. Yeah, I I moved the. Is it better or worse? I know it can't get worse, so <laughs> it's got to wow. be better. Oh man! All right, Miko. I'm sorry. Um. Oh. Um. Gosh, you said something, and now I just lost my train of thought. What I was going to ask you. We were talking about. Um. Oh, everybody was talking about the fair <laughs> since you brought up the Tweety Bird thing. Um. I I got to imagine in a fair. Oh my gosh! Like it has to be just like crawling with demons, like everywhere. 
it's all demonic. The whole thing is demonic. Yeah. yeah. Man, after I found out, what was that? Do you remember? I don't know. You might be too young to remember this. The, the divine revelation of hell that came out. I remember. Okay. Yeah. It. It. Um. It. Um. When she said it was roller coasters in hell, that's what took you to your final destination. It's like I'm getting you know, on no roller coaster. It's like that's there is they're created to put fear in you. And 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 the open doors of fear. That's what a lot of these rides are. They open doors of fear. I'm like, I'm not getting I'm like, these things is like, yeah, these whole themes and all that stuff. Then she's like, there's clowns in hell. That's why people are children when they clown culture, they're naturally terrified. They're supposed to be friendly, but all these things that we've programmed ourselves to be kid friendly were things meant to be terrifying. It's like, like yeah, like the fair, even um, I I forgot where I heard it. They they said like even the food. Like, I don't want people to be getting annoyed, but it's like literally while we supposed to be praying over our eating, they said they put they specifically put blood in food to curse people. Oh man, and, don't even. I don't. Yeah. There's it's, some. There's a point when it's too much information. Yeah, I'm saying, <laughs> man. But it's like. But now you're thinking about this. You don't know what you're consuming. You don't know what you're taking in. It's like that's why we need to pray. You don't know these. Like I said, these people are on their job. They they love it. Like this guy. Why is this guy following her to her room just to curse people? Oh, she's preaching the gospel. What does he get out? He say, okay, I'm 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 serving Satan. Does he even know what's in it for him? But he's steady on his job. He's yeah. looking for, and he's just like, you know, I'm 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 coming to this room every day faithfully. It's like he could be watching TV somewhere, exactly. but he decided to get up yep. out of his take time out of his day to hawk her down and to try to destroy her and everybody else surrounded by her. But but we won't even, we barely get up for church, you know. It's like I mean, even though it's not supposed to be about the church, it's like I'm I know we preach that a lot, but it's supposed to be we're supposed to be soul winners and like. We're supposed to be out preaching the gospel. We're supposed to be in a place where we can lead others to to God. And like, are we doing that? Because He's clearly trying to lead people into the kingdom of darkness. He's doing whatever He can to destroy people, you know, make them lose faith. And it's like, are we doing things that make people come to Christ? And will, are we being an example? Because I know I've known quite a few Christians over my over my life that are Bible thumpers that go went to church faithfully, but go to work and they and people hate them. Because they're so rude and mean and nasty. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you know, it's like, are you living a lifestyle where people it's like, man, what is it about them? What is it about them? It's like, you know, it's like, it it, it, it makes you a target, you know, but it's like, this is how we're supposed to be. It, it, it's, it's, it's difficult, but it's the life God called us to live. And it's like, we don't, I don't want to be cursed. So I'm like, I have shied away. I'm trying to get back out there, but it's like, Hey man, it sucks on either side. It sucks not walking and doing the stuff that God is telling you to do, and then now you get Satan going up inside your head. But then it sucks. You go out there and you get people that hate you, that despise you, that you know, that draw back from you, that's rude and disrespectful because of what you believe. You know, I was like, our it's better to be offended in Christ than offended out of Christ. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Miko. After the objects, now, where do we go from there? <laughs> it's right, in our yeah. food, it's in the objects, it's in us. Like, I'm <laughs> just, it can be a little depressing, I'm not going to lie. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. If, again, this is why I keep saying it. We have to walk in the word of God and be able to hear him in real time. You'll be fine. Like, trust me, this is my life. Welcome to my life. This is all the time. <laughs> 
knowing that I'm a target, knowing that he's trying to get me some kind of way, but it's not even a chore because it's gotten to the point where I've made it a lifestyle. In the beginning, it seems like a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Once it becomes lifestyle, this is like, no, this is just what I do. And I make sure I listen to the word of God. I make sure I hear what the Holy Spirit has to say so that I'm not walking out of step. To me, this life is fun. It'd be boring if all this stuff wasn't going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia Sonia C said uh, it it most certainly is Gino working the fair she worked five to six years there and it taught her a lot she said there are good folks there though yeah I'm sure there's good folks everywhere you know yeah, it's just it's but it's everywhere yeah. yeah but I know um I don't know like you know haunted houses some they were talking about haunted houses in the chat you know things like that I used to love haunted houses as a kid man I couldn't wait to go to a haunted house or when Halloween came around going to these big you know elaborate haunted houses where they got five levels and they scare you know scare the life out of you and like now i can't even stand it like the, the even the thought of it like it's i don't crazy. even want to go near one not yeah, even drive by <laughs> you know crazy before i would say i would watch horror movies all the time oh yeah me too and they never yeah. bothered me but when something went when i heard a noise night i'd be like frozen like i'd be afraid of stuff like something there and i'll be paranoid all the time scary movies and scary now if something scary come on i'm up here like this mm -hmm. and i'll be like uh-uh if, if it's too much i'll fast forward past or i'll just cut it off but when something go bump in the night i'm like better not nothing be there you know what I'm saying i'm not afraid of what goes bump in the night anymore and so that's the thing that's the reverse when you let fear in then you go you're afraid of the, the demons you you're afraid of something coming for you you're afraid of something uh, uh, of, of what's in the darkness but when you get fear out of you you're not afraid of it. and that's the whole thing satan one of his biggest tools is fear keeping you afraid keeping you terrified like some people might be listening to this show they might have they might have clocked out like out of here because they were getting afraid like hey I'm, i gotta go to sleep tonight but like this is life like this is the thing you gotta understand like they're there whether you listen to us or not, we just make you exactly. aware of it. Exactly. I remember when I first got saved, man, and they would start talking. I didn't know anything. They started talking about demons, and and I was playing my my uh, I was playing my the video games in my room, you know, and um, I had a lamp. I had a, it was, my room was small, and so I uh, the, the couch was adjacent with my door, so the lamp was right there. Soon, as, if you look at the room, you see my lamp. So I'm playing the game. Something walks past my lamp because it go because the, the light cut off for a minute. And you can see something. And I said, man, it is something in my freaking room. I got to go deal with this. I don't feel like dealing with this. Life. I just played the game and I was like, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm bugging. Instead of me just praying out the room because I, I was good at playing video games until I got sleepy and I waited till I got sleepy. And I was like, hey, uh, maybe I was just tripping. I went to sleep. And it was like something was beating me the whole night. I remember waking up and saying, please leave me alone. It was like, like it was a horror. And I was like, woke up. And I was like, man, I'll never do that again. It's like, if, so, if I see something, it's got to go. I got to deal with it. Because if not, you get tormented. And it was like, I clearly saw. And it's like, these, whether I chose to acknowledge it or not, man, I, um, I tell people, like, this is one of the, the, the chiefs I tell people. I'm like, the Bible says uh, confession is made of salvation. If you say to yourself, Jesus is your Lord and Savior, and you keep telling yourself that, even if you dead, you will start waking up. Feed, your spirit will start waking up. 
And you will start seeing everybody who I told this, like when I people who I was ministering to, I was like, no, I was like, you don't, you accept it. I was like that, that mindset that tries to come over you to lead you away from God. I said, keep telling yourself that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Keep saying that to yourself, affirm yourself in that. And just watch what happened. Everybody who I told this to, they said the same thing. When they went to bed, they felt heat come over them. When they woke up in the morning, they were spitting up like just clear mucus. And they said, they started seeing things like they be seeing something like, did I see something? Every last one of them started saying something. I said, because those things were always there. You were just dead in your spirit and your spirit man couldn't see them. But when you wake up, when you start feeding and you start, your spirit man start growing. Oh, you'll see that stuff. It was like, they're there. They're there to curse your children. They're there to cause chaos in your household. They're there to make you sick. They're there to cause poverty, to cause things to break down into your in your house. All these things that they're, they're, they're there to do. But unless you're in a, in, a, in a right place with God and you're growing, because it's not just about knowing God. We're supposed to grow, you know. Every day is, a, is supposed to be a new adventure, man. I, I miss those times where God was just taking me out and doing stuff. I mean, I miss them and I don't because it's like, because if, if you're not a confrontational person, it is a very, it is a very, very hard uh, 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 life to live. And it's like, and that's why I just be praying to God. It's like, Lord, you've changed me so much. I know that I need to change because it's like the minute somebody start arguing, it's just like, nope, uh-uh, nope. Okay, I can't do this, guy. I'm like, I don't want to cause any scene. You know, people be start being disrespectful. I know it's going to come. But it's just like, why does it have to be this way? And that's why we can't rationalize and use reason in it. Because we'll be like, why are they getting upset? We're just holding a conversation. Why can't we be civil? Because, and it, well, literally, I know, because it's that demon in them. It's that demon in them that doesn't want them to hear the gospel. It's that demon in them that want, don't, doesn't want them to come to the truth. So if I know this, I shouldn't be getting upset um, that they're getting all belligerent. But the flesh says, you don't got time for this. You could be home playing video games and eating uh, some pizza and just chilling on the couch. And they'd be like, you know what? That sounds good. I think I'm going to do that. And then you go, and then it's just like, it's discipline, man. I, I, I know I have a big problem with that, man. But it's like, you know, that's why we get we get Miko on, you know. That's she the, comes in and points us back in the right direction. But discipline is probably the number one. Uh, I would say probably the number one issue for most people allowing these things in. Because look, we all want to please the flesh. That's that's our natural. The natural man wants to please the flesh. The Bible makes that very clear. And you know, it's the, the what is it? The uh, spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So, if you understand that concept, I mean, we have to crucify the flesh. We have to tr be transformed in our minds. All these things come into play daily. And if we're not doing them daily, the flesh is going to start overpowering the spirit, and we allow these entities to you know ruin our lives. So, Mika, what would be the next rung on the ladder of these curses? Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is backtrack. Yeah, and go ahead. Go through what the signs are so people can now start to identify. Because when you study Deuteronomy 28, it breaks up. If You, you can, in a sense, you can kind of categorize the curses. Because he says these curses will be a sign and a wonder. So if I don't know what these signs look like, then I don't even know that these are results of curses. So I'm just going to go through them. Some of them I will read scripture um, for this particular one. I'm going to read it, but the other ones I'll mention them and I can go back and read scriptures. If people want. So the first one I have is miscarriages, barrenness, being unfruitful. So I'm going to read a, a scripture on that. So in Deuteronomy chapter seven, 
verses 12 through 14. This is God talking. He says, then it shall come to pass because you listen to these judgments and keep and do them that the Lord your God will keep you the covenant and the mercy which he swore to your fathers. And he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land, your grain and your new wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock in the land of which he swore to your fathers to give you. And in 14, he says, you shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be a male or female barren among you or your livestock. And then if you look at a couple of other scriptures, I'm just going to quote the last line. Uh, in Exodus 23 and 26, God says here, if they keep his word, no one shall suffer miscarriage or be bearing in your land. And we know in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 18, he says, curse shall be the fruit of your body if you don't keep all of his commandments and observe them and do them. So we have to understand when we're not fully walking in God's word, we open ourselves up to curses. One sign is when people struggle to reproduce. That's not just happening for no particular reason or that a small percentage could be something physical, but the majority is, you know, we got tons of people doing yoga now in society mm -hmm. and horoscopes and stuff like that. Now you're trying to get pregnant and you can't. Well, God said, don't serve no other gods. So you think I'm about to bless you to reproduce? Absolutely not. And we know whatever God does, Satan tries to mimic. So also, if I'm living in sin, I'm also opening myself up to attacks from Satan or witches cursing me. So we know this can come from God's camp, but it also can come from Satan's as well. Another sign that someone is cursed is mental and emotional breakdown. Mm. If you study Deuteronomy 28, it talks about God says, um, he'll smite you with madness and confusion and you know you won't know which way you going or coming so what is miscarriages um not being able to be fruitful in your body you're barren number two is mental and emotional breakdown number three is having repeated or chronic sicknesses or even hereditary sicknesses something that goes through the family well that's a generational curse mm -hmm. so again if you study deuteronomy 28 there are several passages verses in there where he talks about, you know, you'll get smite with this and there'll be no cure and it will cling to you and X, Y, and Z. Um, the fourth sign of a curse is breakdown in marriages or your family being taken captive, your sons and your daughters. Today, what that looks like is not only imprisonment naturally, but we have people incarcerated again mentally. Their daughters and sons have gone off to be with gangs or to be with this cult or to be here. They're taken captive and they're not free to be who God has called them to be. Um, the fifth sign that someone is cursed is chronic poverty. No matter what you do, mm -hmm. you cannot get out of having insufficiencies, lack in your life. And if that's chronic, not a season, but this is just chronic. That is in scripture. Um, the sixth one, I got seven. The sixth one is early or a natural death. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 17 says, why should you die before your time because of wickedness? Hmm. So a lot of people try to say, oh, you know, God just wanted another rose in his garden and it was God's time for them. Hmm. It is not his time to take, he's he not just out here killing folks 
just because he's like, oh, I need another rose in my garden, which he got roses for that. He don't need people or souls for that. So <laughs> early right. death is a sure enough sign that person was cursed. Um, hmm. An unnatural death. There are some people who die in unnatural ways. Um, we saw with um, Cora and his family mm -hmm. and all of them, how they died an unnatural death because uh, they was operating outside the will of God. And the seventh one is chronic defeat or chronic oppression. No matter which way you turn, you are being defeated or you are being heavily oppressed from all sides. Or it could just be one particular side, but it is chronic and you just cannot seem to shake it. So all seven are those, if you really start to break down what God is revealing in Deuteronomy 28, it breaks down like that that those are all signs that someone is cursed. So I'll pause there. You know, the uh, early death one, if you think about a lot of people, I mean, I know in my own family, there's been a lot of people that died young. Um, but, you know, you'll hear people say, well, that was God's will. You know, they like, no, God's will is that you live long and prosper. Exactly. And, and that's, and it, like, there's even the promise to, uh, what is it, if children obey their parents and the commandments, that yeah. they, would, they would live long, right? So we see that his desire is for us to live a long and fruitful life, Absolutely. prosperous life and a healthy life. But if we're involved in things, we're not supposed to be involved, whether it's by ignorance, it doesn't matter if it's it ignorance matter. or if you know, willingly know, it's the same consequences because, because that's the, God has set things in motion in the earth and in the, in the um, universe that are just laws. They're just set. And that's why there's even people that prosper that aren't Christians, but yep. they apply the principles. Exactly. And mm -hmm. and they don't even know they're applying the principles and they're prospering. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, like that, that. So you can see how he's not a respecter of persons, although he does bless his people. They're highly favored if they walk in his statutes and in his ways. That's yeah. a big if. Yep. If. So um, from there, those are signs. I'll just quickly go through um, behaviors that activate curses. So we talked about the first one was taken, and these are not in any particular order, mm -hmm. but the first one we talked about was taking something that's a curse. That will activate a curse in your life. Especially God told you not to take it. You're operating outside what he told you to do. You're opening yourself up to a curse. Um, the second thing is trusting in human beings instead of God. I'm going to read Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 in the New King James. And this is God talking. He says, thus says the Lord, curse is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Mm. So when you depart from God and trust in your pastor instead of what God's saying, or you trust in that man in government instead of what God is saying, or you trust in this, in this, um, image that you now have made your idol instead of God, or you trust in your own carnal abilities instead of God, he says you're cursed. So again, look for those signs to start mm -hmm. manifesting in your life. The third behavior that will bring a curse is ignoring the poor. So in Proverbs 28 and 27 in the New King James, God says, he who gives to the poor will not lack, but he who hides his eyes will have many curses. So we do understand we can't help every single poor person, but do you do your part to help? I give often to Salvation Army, Goodwill, 
people that are around me that I understand their situation and I know, you know, that they really have a heart for God, I give in that way. And I'm even trying to do better with just random people. If someone comes and I see that they're hungry, you know, I may not give you money, but I will go in. I've done that several times. Mm. I'll buy you a meal. Mm -hmm. So let's not hide our eyes. But of course, you can't give to every single person with a sign on the corner because mm -hmm. then you'll have nothing. So it is using wisdom. But again, you're not just like, oh, they need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps like I did. Well, no, somebody helped you as well. So mm -hmm. you didn't pull yourself up. Um, so if we ignore the poor, that's going to cause us to be cursed. Um, the fourth thing is preaching a different gospel hmm. than what Christ revealed and had the apostles preach. So in Galatians chapter one, verses eight through nine, it says, and this is Paul talking, yeah. but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you, then what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before. So now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you then what you have received let him be accursed so again we got a lot of people saying what you do need to do what you don't need to do oh god didn't mean that okay if you're not saying what god revealed when he was here as jesus christ if we're not saying that he manifested god manifested as christ that he died for our sins that he rose the third day that repentance is supposed to be preached in the name of Jesus. That remission of sin is in the name of Jesus, which comes with baptism and water and baptism and spirit. And then you got to live your life according to the word of God until the day that you go to be with him. If anything else is being preached, Paul said, let them be accursed because that is what they preached and that is what they did. And if we saying anything different and a lot of people not this seat up, this don't click. They're like, well, I say some of what God say, but then I say other stuff because I heard, you know, Joe and his pulpit say that, and I like that. Okay, when you start going around telling people stuff and it's not what God said, we are opening ourselves up to curses. Man, mm -hmm. God really wants me to stress that because there's a lot of talk about what God said and he didn't say it mm -hmm. um, or that he didn't mean it mm -hmm. or we can ignore this scripture and we can ignore that. Okay, well, now let's examine your life. Do we see those signs of curses running through it? That may be why. Um, the fifth behavior that will bring curses, practicing perversion. And what I mean is perversion is twisting something. So whether it's twisting scriptures and teaching it falsely, or you living according to the works of the flesh. This is what Second Peter chapter 2, verse 14 says, and I'm almost finished. Um, it says, having eyes full of adultery, we know we're not supposed to be doing that, Mm -hmm. And that could not cease from sin, enticing unstable souls, that's through false teaching with scripture, they have a heart trained in covetous practices and are accursed children. So all those are sin, but let's keep going. 15 says, they have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam, who we talked about earlier, the son of Beor, because Balaam loved the wages of unrighteousness. He liked to get paid for his misdeeds. So he knew he was supposed to only do what God said, but he was like, I can get paid if I do wickedness. Verse 16 says, and that's a lot of people today. Verse 16 says, but he was rebuked of his iniquity, being Balaam. A dumb donkey speaking with a man's voice restrained the madness of the prophet. 
These are wells without water, clouds carried by a tempest, for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Hmm. These people are going to go to hell and end up in the lake of fire. And then the last one that I have here is, and I put this last for a reason because this may open up a whole can of words. <laughs> and this is a, this is an, an infinite list, but these are just some things to whet your appetite. You can go study and get more. But participating in occult practices, what do I mean by that? It involves participating in any of these, and this is just a few. Seeing fortune tellers, mediums, or psychics. That's going to get you cursed. Astrology, or reading and living by horoscopes. And astrology is different from astronomy. Astronomy is just studying the solar system, the stars. That's fine. Astrology is I look to the stars, the moon, and the sky to tell me which way to go in life, who I'm going to be, and all this and that. No, you need to get that information from God. So God says you're going to be cursed if you do these things. Mm -hmm. Burning sage. If you need to get spirits out your house, you need to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, baptized in his name, and start using the power. You should not be burning sage. Uh, using crystals. We've got all kind of foolishness going on. Using spirit guides. Again, I talked about this early. Spirit guides is nothing more than demons. They are familiar spirits. We should not be talking to spirits, getting information from spirits, and befriending them. Um, another one is trying to talk to deceased loved ones. That is called necromancy, and you're really not talking to your dead loved one, but you're talking mm -hmm. to familiar spirit. That will get you cursed. And I'm going to yeah. read a scripture that has all of these in here in just a second because I'm not making this up. And then anything that's witchcrafty, watching witchcraft movies, Harry Potter, all these things, games um, like um, tarot cards and Ouija boards, reading books that are witchcraft and other activities. So... Let me read this one scripture and then I'll pause and just shut up. Um, Deuteronomy <laughs> chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. And the King James Version says this, and this is everything I just mentioned, but this is how it's worded. God says, when thou art come into the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that useth divination or an observer of times, that's astrology, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, um, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God for these nations which thou shalt possess, Hearken unto observers of times, astrologers, uh, and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God have not suffered or allowed thee to do so. So we choose to break the word of God and go participate in all these things. You should definitely examine your life to see if some of these curses are running through your life. And we do have family members that did these things. That's why when we come to Christ, we can be delivered and broken free from that chain of generational curses. But if I don't know, you know, to come to Christ, to live by his word and to say a prayer to break these curses, I'm going to be cursed. I'm going to add one more thing to that list. And this is going to probably upset some people, but yoga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mentioned that earlier. Oh, it's just, you know, the, the Christian yoga thing. 
if you listen to the people, the, the people that actually understand what yoga is, like the yogis, they can't stand the word Christian yoga because they understand they're incompatible. Exactly. So, you know, there's, there's no reason you can stretch. God allows you to stretch, but there's no need to be doing those poses that summon demons. That's what they're all about. They, you ask any yogi, that's what they're telling. That's what they do. It yep. summons demons and they yep. know that. But yet Christians are like, oh, no, 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 because we're listening to, you know, praise music and stretching and doing these these same poses. It's fine. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not it's not. And then yeah. if you look at if you start to examine these people's lives, I bet you a bunch of them can get pregnant or they keep having miscarriages or yeah. they're constantly oppressed or they're in poverty. Just check that list. I bet you you're going to see at least one of those just running rampant in their life. Well, you and know what else to teach? It also teaches you empty-mindedness. There you go. That's not biblical. That's we're, not... we're supposed to fill it with the word of God. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Um, Sonia, Sonia in the chat said, and I'm not, Sonia, I don't remember what we were talking about, but you said, what about suicide, my son-in-law in 2008? I'm, I'm assuming you were talking about... Early death. Early death. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, well, there can be a lot of, lot of issues that drive someone to suicide. I mean, I, I don't want to speculate because I didn't know him. I know in my own family we've had suicides. I know people that I've grown up that committed suicide. Most of the time, it's mental torment, yep. uh, which I would absolutely attribute to demons. Um, sometimes it can be a medical condition. There's, there's people that just, you know, they've had brain injuries or they've had things like that. So I don't want to dis... I, I, so I, sometimes it's dangerous to say everything's everything's you know the de the devil right no it's not everything sometimes it's just you or sometimes it's just human nature or sometimes it's just a fallen world but things like that i i almost i'm gonna say i'm gonna give it about a 90 percent or even above it's usually demonic yep. yeah i had a friend that was driven growing up all the time if we went out when we were young and we'd go out drinking and go to parties and all this stuff he always ended the night violent and hearing voices in his head that told him to kill himself every single time. And now he's a Christian and it's never come back. It's they, they've completely left him. He's never had to struggle with that again. So, you know, and yeah. thank God, God delivered him from that because he he was on the path to destruction. There's no doubt in my mind. He would have killed himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you torment it from for so long, you just want it to end. If there's if no one comes and tells you about Jesus, and that's why it's so important for us to do what we do, because like when I was younger, it was twice I made my mind up to kill myself. It's nothing but the grace of God that I'm still here. He he intervened both times because it was like I was like, all right, I'm about to just go and do this and be out of here. I'm sick of this place anyway. That was just my mindset. When you just tormented for so long, you just wanted to end. But it's like nobody told me I didn't understand about the saving grace of Jesus. It was like I didn't understand about how he can change you and, and, and you know, and, the, and the, the pain and stuff that you've been carrying in your life. You know, sometimes it's not even when people are tormented to suicide, it's not even their their torment they're dealing with. It's coming down from family members. It's like, why am I being plagued and tormented? They're, they're, they're messed up in that mind because that generational curse just following on down. And it's like, if you're just going through, your, and you're like, you just got suicides all throughout your bloodline, it's curses that are falling down, man. I got stuff going on in my family now, like it, with, um, with, with other relatives, man, where you could just see this thing just going down, trying to take out people's uh, uh, bloodlines. Like, what is it? Like, uh, last year, man, I, I lost like three cousins. To um to street violence, it was like 
y'all not seeing a pattern here and then i go in and i point this stuff out but it's just like that that mindset uh of um of repentance if it's not there it's just going to continue somebody got to be the be the um be the chain breaker somebody got to be the one in the gap that says this this has got to stop here you know we can't change what everybody else is do but your but but under you your bloodline you that that's the thing i'm praying like god wipe my bloodline clean i don't want my kids to suffer for anything that i did or anything that my parents did because i know that i suffered for something for some of the stuff in my lifetime after hearing some of the stories i was like this gotta stop with me and that's what it's we're, we're meant to be we're supposed to say i this went on in the past but it's got to stop with me and, and you know and it's got and it comes through surrendering to jesus and letting him do what he needs to do and you, you know each person is different you know our walk is, are all different. We're going to all fight different fights. It's different things that, that are difficult, maybe uh, uh, easy for one person that is difficult for another. God knows it. He's going to take us different places. But if you got to be yielding to do that, you know, a lot of us are so, because uh, one of the things she said, it was um, it was one, one of the last things you said. Uh, it was about, like, now I'm realizing I, uh, about bringing curses. I'm so fo- I, w- I have been so focused on getting my family. I'm like, because of of the uh, uh, poverty we went through in the past, it's like I'm I've walked in fear of going back there, and it's like I've allowed that to dictate me. I'm like I'm wondering why I'm, I'm I'm getting all this confrontation on my job. It's because I have put too much stock in that, and who's taking care of me? And it's like like okay, God, because like now I'm so on where am I going? Which way am I going, God? Which way am I going? Because it's a certain thing that I want. But if I just let go, really a lot of my anxiety is coming from is because I'm trying to hold on to this vision that I have for my family instead of saying, you know what, God, you have your way. You'll give me desires of my heart. You know what I need and what's right for me and what's just and what and, and what'll take me in the right way. Because the way the things that I want may lead me away from you. The thing that I say that I, I, I desire for my family, which I think are good, may have a destructive end. And you may be just trying to refrain me from it. So I'm like, now nah, I'm just like, let me just let go. And I'm like, God, whichever way you take me, because that's how I used to be. But it's just like, we, I, after so many things happen, it just happening, you get anxious. And then you be like, okay, God, you had the reins for long enough. I don't like where it's going. Let me, let me just hold them for a while, you know? And God is like, just give them back. Give them back here. You don't know what you're doing. And I don't, you know, and it's like in a lot of our lives, it's just trusting God and just letting those reins go and trusting God and, and just stepping out there. You know, um, real quick, if you could just touch on, this will be our last uh, topic, but can you touch on regional curses, you know, over over physical locations, not just someone's home, but I'm talking like cities, like like Chicago would be a great example. Right now, th- there's death every day in Chicago, just in its... There's no end in sight. Nobody wants to fix the problem, but that's a spiritual principality principality. that's over that city that's, that's being driven because there's been no repentance there. Correct. Well, yeah, you, again, you do have people that work for Satan. Their assignment is to go to certain territories and to certain regions and spew particular curses. And from there, once they speak those curses, then the demons and principalities can work through that and start manifesting that. So in some regions, it may be murder. Another region, it may be rape. Another region, it may be, you know, hatred and violence or whatever like that. So, you know, there's only so much um, 
if if people aren't going to repent in that community and seek God and start to live according to that, of which most people, you know, the world is getting worse. It's not getting better. So as a Christian, I can protect my space and what I have um, and where God sends me, but I can't transform a whole community or a whole whatever if if I am not, let's say that the goal is, he told us to go out to minister the gospel. Because if you minister the gospel, that gives him an opportunity to get to them so that they can be converted then born mm-hmm. again. That's how you change communities. But, you know, if you just like, well, I'm gonna stay at home and I'm gonna pray in X, Y, Z. If the people don't change, the people is the community. So if the people are wicked, if the people are in sin, then Satan is able to dominate. Those curses, again, are able to dominate because remember when we started this, how do curses come? By living not according to the word of God. So if you have a whole community of people not living according to the word of God, then you can't close that door for curses to go away and for the demonic forces to reign and things of that nature. You take over that community by getting to the people Mm -hmm. and trying to get them converted to be born again and live for God. I heard a teaching, this is a long time ago, probably 10, 12 years ago, John Paul Jackson, uh, he's deceased now, but um, he was, he could interpret dreams and things like that. That's kind of where I learned dream interpretation through his ministry. And he talked about a case where there was a local church, I think it was in Texas somewhere, and it was like all the young women in the church kept having miscarriages. And some of them would go, you know, to the second trimester and then all of a sudden they'd lose their baby. Everything was fine. They'd go for their, you know, sound, uh, what do they call them, sonograms or whatever, the um, yeah. ultrasounds, all that stuff. Everything's fine. But all of a sudden they would just lose the baby. And it happened to like nine or ten couples in one church. And so they, someone was talking to John Paul Jackson and he said the Lord showed him. He saw like a silhouette of a man standing on this really tall pedestal preaching And then he started like pointing at something in the air with his finger as he was preaching. And and John Paul knew right away what he was showing. He says, the preacher is telling the principality to leave the city. He's condemning abortion over the city to the principality. And he has no authority to do that. Yeah. That's God's authority to remove. We're, We're to go to God and plead with him to remove the principalities. The demons we're talking about are these little runts that run around like roaches all over the earth left over from the flood. So, you know, we've got to deal with that. But the bigger principalities that are put over regions, those are things that we have to go. There has to be a repentance. There has to be um, uh, the the church going to God and just saying, Lord, we need this principality removed. Remove it for us. You know, when, uh, when, when Sodom and Gomorrah was about to be destroyed. And it kept pleading with them, well, if there's, you know, 50 righteous people, if there's 40, right, right. It's the same type of thing. There's this principality that's that's over areas, regions, na- even nations. Mm-hmm. And only God can remove those. So we have to be really, really careful with that because that can also cause a curse. No, Unintentionally. I mean, it's not, you know. Well, yeah, they're no. going to target you. They're definitely going to target you if you're doing something that you have no authority to do. Um, again, it's back to ignorance. If I'm ignorant on things, I open myself up to hurt and harm. But no, yeah, it goes back to what Miko said. You have to get out there and minister to the people. Yeah. You don't, you can't call down a principality. You can't go and, and, mm. and, and pull what it is. Like if you read when, um, when Jesus anointed the 70 and he went out, cause remember he was having demonic encounters. He was running to people with demons and he sent the 70 out and they said, they came back and they said, Lord, they said, even the devils are subject to us in your name. 
And then he said, behold, I seen Satan fall down from heaven like a lightning bolt. He was talking about the, the, the spirit that was over that mm -hmm. region. Once the people, the, 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 the demons, they, they need, it needs people to work through. If there's no people to work through, if, the, if, if more people are, if it needs so many people to stay in power. Yeah. So if the people are getting delivered and are coming to Jesus, it can't stand over that region anymore. But the more people it has to operate with, the stronger it is. The, the, the less people it has to operate with. So it really comes back to us getting out there and preaching the gospel. We're trying to tell them we did that. That might have been why our church got so jacked up, because that's what we did. We went out and we were, we were rebuking principalities and telling them they need to go. And we were getting hit. Like, it was towards the end, it was like something awful. But it, it, got, it, it left from street ministry. It went out. It stopped being about saving souls. And it, and it would start becoming more about retaining members because like a lot of christians don't want to hear about demons they don't want to see demons being cast out you know we would we have people when demons would manifest in the middle of service where people would just get up out fucking and slobbering at the mouth and like you're not casting me out and i saw people just get up out their chair and walk out the door like no sir Bob. <laughs> they don't want to see it they don't want to know this stuff is real and it's like, and I know it can, it can be a scary thing, but it's scary because it's unknown, but this is something we're supposed to know. So I'm like, man, like, you know, it was like when I first seen it, when I was with, I, it was, I was fine with it because there were so many people around and I saw they weren't bothered. It was, when I was in my home by myself, with, with my roommate and that circuit manifest, it was a different story. It was like, wait a minute, I ain't got nobody around me, but it's like, Literally, we're supposed to. We have nothing to be afraid of. He has no power over us. If we if we walking uprightly, if we walking in the Lord, they have no power over us. But no, and the number one weapon they use is fear. That's that's yes. they're, they they yeah. love using fear because they know supernatural things are not normal to human beings. We're not mm -hmm. in tune with that most people. So they if they can do something like move an object or mm -hmm. or manifest or speak in a weird voice or growl or all these things, they know that's that's a scary thing to human beings. It's it's if you're not if you don't understand who they are. I mean, I told you that one time I was at my brother-in-law's house working in his basement. I was all alone there, no one was home. And I'm just minding my own business. And <laughs> I was like I was doing some electrical that day. So I'm, I had my hands like this. And I'm wiring something, and man, I heard as clear as day in my left ear, and I almost felt the breath. Uh, and it, it said, I effing hate you. I want you dead. I get the chills talking about it. It was so clear. And I, man, I, <laughs> I was like, what was that? Like, I had never heard something so clear like that. And no one was home. It was like just me. And I, man, I rebuked that thing <laughs> so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you cut made sure all them lights are on the basement. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like you had to go it change freaky, his pants man. after that, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, you got? Do you ever has anything? Um, I this is a, I have to ask this question because you you deal with this all the time. Like, does anything still kind of? I mean, I'm sure it creeps you out, <laughs> but like, is there anything that like has frightened you? Where like, whoa, that's really bad. I'd be looking for the bad stuff. Okay. Like, let me see what you got. Cause I mean, it really is. It's, 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 it's conditioning, like the renewal of the mind, mind conditioning. Like one thing the Lord really stressed to me is I have to know that the power I operate in is far superior than anything they're going to mm -hmm. bring my way. So for me with that realization and really honing in on that, 
to me, it's all funny because it's just like at the end of the day, you're going to have to bow down. So <laughs> you try to, to talk in a deep voice. That's <laughs> nice. That's You know what I see? That's, <laughs> that's I see cute. It, I see it as children misbehaving. <laughs> I can't get scared of a child misbehaving because I have authority over that child. Right, and right. Never be able to defeat me. So, you know, no. What about, um, I just thought of this, when we were talking about the haunted houses before, what about actual people's houses that say they're haunted? You know, like, oh, we've got ghosts upstairs. You know, have you been to some of those houses and kind of just told them to get lost? Well, I'll be going um, Saturday. I'm getting ready to go out of town. And oh. So we'll see how that happens. I'm gonna <laughs> you should so. video it. That would be amazing. We could have it on the show. Oh, man. We could do a live stream with did you, it. Did you put that one up with the with the baptism and the yeah. guy in the baptism? Oh, yeah, yeah. We saw that. Okay. But yeah. Um, so um, have I been where something crazy? No. Well, you know what? But they had already taken care of it. There's a friend of mine. Um, he moved into an apartment. Because Going back, because I wanted to mention this earlier. But when I go in, I be praying over stuff. So I'm not expecting nothing to happen. He moved into the apartment, and like I told you, when you go places, you need to go ahead, bless it, cast things out. So he knows better. Cause, not cause using sage, by the way. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Not using sage. The power yeah. of Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, thank you. Um, and so he knew he knows better because, again, he was in the ministry at Wayne State, taught him for years. So he said when he moved in, when he laid down because he was just tired, the Holy Spirit told him, pray over this apartment. And he was just like, uh, I'll do it later. Went to sleep. Mm -hmm. So he thought this spirit attacked him, had him sleepwalking. He urinated all in the room, didn't realize he was doing it. Oh my God. Ended up looking through the windows and doing stuff. And then eventually he went to bed and woke up and was just like, I am exhausted. And he was like, why do I, vaguely remember myself looking out the window and then he got out the bed and stepped and it was just pissed everywhere oh, and he God. was just like oh my god i did that and then he realized oh my god that is why god told me to pray and cast stuff out there was a spirit left or spirits left behind from whoever was in that room um in that apartment and it hopped on him and made him sleepwalk and do a bunch of stuff now Fast forward, I'm going to visit wherever my friends go. I go visit because it's like a free trip. Was I scared to go and visit and stay? Absolutely not. Because when I go in, I'm casting stuff out. I'm commanding stuff not to, to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm going this weekend. Um, she is um, overcoming cancer. She has demons that's been attacking. But she said like two weeks ago, her daughter came outside of her bedroom and said, mommy, I see two shadows walking around. So there's definitely something in the house and we're trying to determine. And I really think the husband is the source of it because he's in a fraternity. Uh, yeah, that's like it. Walking with God <laughs> the way he should. And you she's know. really living right and doing right. Mm -hmm. And I really think it's the husband that is the issue here. So I did no. pray about it and I was like, Lord, should I be staying at a hotel um, or what? But he did tell me there's a reason why I'm going down at the time that I'm going down. So um, I'll let you know. I'll have testimonies, I'm sure, when I come back. Yeah, I want to hear that. <laughs> um, man, I got so many questions, but I know it's <laughs> we're already past two hours, and I want to let you guys go. Um, 
Thank you so much for coming on, Miko. It, actually, yeah. you know what? I'm going to ask one more real quick. Not a lot. Yeah, you can yeah. just so cancer. You mentioned cancer. Yeah. How often have you seen it actually being a a, a spirit rather than an actual um, disease? My understanding is with the people that I have worked with, they have gotten revelation from God. It was a spirit. There has been demonic manifestation that mm -hmm. it is a spirit. And even with her, we know it is. Um, so it's just really making sure we understand like what doors are being open and how to get those doors to be closed. But and she's been doing a lot better. Um, but just to throw this in, um, she went to get a massage somewhere about two weeks ago. And this is when stuff really started to flare back up in her life, whereas it was calming down. And she said her and her husband went on vacation and they paid a lot of money for these massages. It goes back to, do you value the money or your soul? Um, so she said she didn't want to like, uh, so when they laid down, what happened was the lady took a bell, rung it and started saying stuff. She said she automatically knew, oh, I need to be getting up from here. Mm -hmm. But it was two things that crossed her mind. She didn't want her husband to think she was doing the most and they paid a lot of money. Well, after that massage, she says she started feeling stuff moving around in her stomach. Um, her breasts started to flare back up, whereas she hadn't had any issues with her breast because it's breast cancer. Um, and so she called me and I was like, oh yeah, you cough, uh, this happening. And this is what you need to do. So she went into prayer. She actually started fasting and then like everything started to subside um but i still need to check on her when i get get down there because i think there's some more deliverance that needs to happen but just that one incident of getting that massage and that lady calling on spears ringing Man. the bell now anybody that give me a massage i'm like they gotta be willing to let me pray for them first i'm like <laughs> if they if they re, if they call back from prayer i already know they say like man because it's like what do you do i don't know any christian massage like man you got to be careful now because there's rinky and all of this different yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You never yeah. know unless you're really doing your research before you lay down. Well, Miko, oh man, just a, a treasure trove of info tonight. It was so amazing. Um, lots of good responses in the chat. A lot of eyes open, I think, um, which is exactly what we were hoping to do. Um, answered a ton of my questions and i'm just we we always appreciate you coming on you know you're always welcome back i know we're, we're kind of on the cycle of about what six weeks i think we're talking <laughs> so man miko you need to start your own channel on here man yeah i got a lot of stuff going on guys i know uh, one more ain't gonna hurt you right. <laughs> no robert don't tell her to start a channel we'll never get her back i know gino be like oh get on. it's like that's what you do anyway with gino he just Rather than tell him to start a show, he just do a, a side show with him. That's why he's on seven days a week now, I, man. It's like <laughs> I've lost. You know, I actually forgot how many shows I have. I was like, how many do I have? I think it's, I think it's six right now. Man, <laughs> so, all right. See, you he'll make you number seven. Come on. Yeah, I got a bunch of my other show tomorrow keeps texting me right now, so I'm <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, all right, so awesome show. Thank you so much. I always appreciate you. Do you want to pray us out, Miko? Would you mind praying? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Father, Lord God, we just thank you for this night. We thank you for the opportunity just to just study your word, learn your word, to just have godly good discussions in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that eyes were open on tonight for someone to understand what those signs of curses are and even begin to examine their lives or family's life or people that they work with and counsel and talk to, even at work, to be able to be a help. And even right now, 
Lord God, I come against all curses that may be um, operating in people's lives. Lord God, I pray that when they get off tonight, that they will begin to just confess their sins to you, to repent of those sins, and to actually renew their mind to live according to all of your word, not selectively follow your word, but to do all of your word so that they will be free from curses, Lord God. I pray that this message will be delivered to other people, that people will take this knowledge, use it as wisdom to skillfully apply it in their lives and teach others to do the same. We bind the hand of the enemy from attacking anyone here on tonight. I come against every spirit of backlash, revenge, retaliation, and retribution for the knowledge and wisdom that has gone forth on tonight. Um, I pray that your works will not be effective and no weapon formed against us shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against us in judgment and criticism, we condemn that right now and it shall not bear fruit or prosper. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, okay, guys. Well, I'm live tomorrow, 730, Rescue the Fosters. I'll be live at 10 p.m. tomorrow night with Michael, Christian Patriot Network on our Blender. We'll be exposing more deep state church and progressive christianity <laughs> so we actually i hate to say it, we actually enjoy exposing it but it's it's sad that that we have to do that but I we do know. it and it's you know it's needed. It's needed. Yeah. yeah and i'll be on at, at 5 p.m central 6 p.m um eastern time eastern standard time uh giving my testimony on christian patriot show yep yeah, he's got a good show over there. Well, I actually, that's how I met him. I was a testimony on there. And then I, after we, we hit it off right away, and I said, man, we got to have a show. Like, we, me and you got to, like, do something I told together. you that's what he does, Miko. He's just like, huh, oh, man, this was great. Let's do a show like, together. That's why I'm here. And it's like, he will never let you go. I'm like, a, I'm like a pest. They can't get rid of me. It's like, oh, man, isn't there something? Yeah, it's like, it's some kind of show, man. 4 a.m. on Saturday, that's great. It doesn't matter. It's like, man, it's it's so funny for someone that didn't want to do this. Now I'm doing it like way too much, but right. <laughs> it is, it's enjoyable because it's like, I love every show's got kind of something different, you know, where I'm not really doing the same things. So it's, it keeps it interesting. And, and it, I always incorporate God in every show. So he's going to pop up because <laughs> that's just who I am. So, you know, you either, you know, you take it or leave it, I guess. But, um, so I feel like that's, you know, Someone told me, a friend of mine once said, she's like, well, she goes, well, you're not teaching the Bible all the time. I'm like, well, of course I'm not teaching the Bible all the time. Like, I'm not going to, like, you don't just go around reading scripture all day long. If you Like, you got to live and you got to, you live it out. You show them what it's about. You know, Christianity, this is the sad thing. Lots of people that aren't Christians, they look at us and they're like, what a boring life. Yeah. I don't have a boring life. I <laughs> Every day I'm happy to be alive. Kinda. I'm thankful. You know, even though I'm going through trials and tribulations, I'm just thankful, you know? Yep, I agree. It's a great life. Yeah. So, all right, um, guys, love you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Uh, All our regular customers, we had a bunch of lurkers out there, and uh, everybody loved Miko. So, this is if you guys want to go back, actually, it's archived. Go back and and, uh, look through our shows. We did two other shows with her here on Foxhole, and I... I think they're on Rumble too. I think I have them on Rumble. And I'm actually, I just started uploading today to BitChute. So I'm going to be on BitChute also. And then I get my YouTube channel. I My new channel that I started has a strike. So I can't do anything for another week. But you can still go there. <laughs> That's just Insight now. I-N-S-I-T-E. And all of our past shows are there. And all of Miko's shows are there except this one. Until I think next week I can upload this one. So you can check us out there. Uh, Miko, you want to, oh, I. you know what, I'm... I didn't show your website. 
Sorry. I got it pulled up. Fire the producer. <laughs> I had it pulled up until uh, all my... Uh, everything got messed up when the sound went down. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Gather Inc. Gather is a, I always mix it up. It's Gather Inc., so, so right? GatherInc.org. Yeah. I-N-C.org. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you can go there. There's lots of good good information on there. Um, most of the, I don't think anybody here in our chat's from Michigan, so no one's going to be probably swinging by. But maybe she'll come down to your house and <laughs> take care of business for you. She got you. Yeah, she's on Facebook and YouTube too. You know, you can pull her up. Um, I don't know if you tagged your name in it and along with the ministry. Yeah, if, if they go to uh, on YouTube, go to Gather Ministries. Our channel will come up. All content is okay. There. I'll put that in the I'll put that in the description. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, okay, cool. Content. All right, I'm gonna say good night to everybody. Be blessed, all. We appreciate you and have a great night, uh, guys. Hang on for one second. You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go.